Welcome to the Business Benchmark Group podcast, where you'll learn how to think strategically about your business and discover that while business is not easy, it doesn't need to be hard. With over 20 years experience in turning stalling businesses into thriving enterprises, here is your host, Stefan Kazakis, the founder and CEO of Business Benchmark Group. Hi, I'm Stefan Kazakis from Business Benchmark Group and welcome to this week's podcast episode. Today we're going to be talking about crisis management and how it is so easy as human beings to, uh, I guess, go to what we refer to as below the line where, you know, blame, excuses, denial. And, and the big one, the big one that I want to sort of touch on, you know, denial. When it comes to crisis, crisis isn't something typically that has just happened. It's been something that's been happening for a little while now, but we have chosen to walk past what is something that we could have dealt with a little while ago. It's something that we neglected and or thought we would probably get away with. Typically, though, crisis and crisis management, particularly in the leadership stakes, is something that you have a choice. You can have a choice that's otherwise known as scarcity. You can go about it in such a way where you're going to continue to uh, blame and, 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 and find a way to say, hey, this wasn't about me, it's about them and poor old me, which is the, the victim mentality. And then there's the other way of dealing with it where, where you take the ownership of, okay, this is part of our learning, this is part of our progression, this is part part of our growth. This is part of my growth mindset, let's call it. And I've got to take the good with the bad. And ultimately, how can I learn from this and move forward from this versus consistently fighting something that should have been sorted a long time ago. And and hence, now it's a crisis. Typically, the point we want to make in this um, in this episode is that crisis is not just something that can be negative. It's also something that can be of a positive. You know, the 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 time and the um, I guess the stage in a business where you have way too much work to take care of in a much shorter lead time or a shorter delivery time. That's a crisis in its own right, isn't it? But that's a positive crisis because when it comes down to deciding and or confirming which problem or crisis. Will would you want? Would you rather the crisis of not enough work in the near future or way too much work in the near future? One is a positive crisis and the other one is a negative crisis. All in all, it's something that needs your optimization in thinking, critical thinking and solution thinking so that you have plan B's and C's so that you can work through what may be seen as a bit of a crossroad, otherwise known as a crisis. I'm Stefan Kazakis, Business Benchmark Group. Hope you enjoy this episode. The event is called uh, Leadership versus Crisis Management. And, and crisis for many of us, because I think it's the way we were brought up, constantly think about crisis in the negative. But crisis can also be in the positive, and um, we're going to talk a little bit about that as we go forward. But the first thing I want to do is I want to just get into, I guess, something that we refer to as a brain stretch, just to get us exactly warmed up for what is the theme and how do we take it to the next level in terms of what is the key difference between leadership and management. So. For any of you that have been involved in my events or in my workshops or in my, I guess, educational aspects to what we do, you will know that it's generally very interactive. So what is the key difference, the key distinction between leadership and management? And in small business, let's just say this, there's no real difference. There are times in the day, there's times in an hour where you need to wear both hats. Does that make sense? Unless you're a much larger corporate and some of you in the room have had 
plenty of experience in large corporate, you know that there is a distinct difference, but in small business there isn't. Would anyone like to share with me what you believe is the distinct difference between being a leader and being a great manager? Anyone? Not an auction, we're not going to take your money. <laughs> Mark Chapman from uh, Bridges Doncaster, our key sponsor here today, which we'll be hearing a little bit more of in a moment. Mark, what do you think the difference between management and leadership is? Leadership, uh, I guess, guidance and setting the course. Management is just doing the stuff to make it out. Great answer. Leanne, what do you believe the difference is between management and leadership? Uh, a leader will lead you to, to better things, where a manager will manage those, getting those better things done. Excellent. So a leader is always about growing resources about growing market share, growing people, putting time and effort back into the people, the resources, putting time and effort into the appropriate marketing strategies, understanding what is working, what is not working, and what are we doing about it, and therefore communicating with the managers as to what needs to be perhaps the one degree this way, the five degree that way. So a leader is about growing resources about looking into the near future and for some of you into the distant future at certain points of your growth curve. But most importantly, a leader is about growing resources. A manager, a great manager, and for some of you, you're doing the same job in the same day. You need to be getting better outcomes, outputs, efficiencies, effectiveness out of your resources. One of the key resources we all have in our, uh, in our hand and sometimes on our wrist is our time and we just need to get better at how we manage that. So a manager, effective management, is managing your resources, getting more out of your resources. So when it comes to crisis management, when we think about crisis and management, there's a couple of things that ultimately influence crisis. And one of them, and the most exciting one for us from where we stand as business coaches and growth strategists, is the crisis of growth. Isn't that a cool crisis? Your, your business now is growing and you are sort of scratching your head thinking, how do I get through this? And let me ask a great question because this would sort of make a distinction here. Would you rather be very, very, very busy not knowing how to deliver your goods or not busy enough and waking up in the middle of the night figuring out how you're paying the rent this week, let alone your key staff? Which one would you rather as a crisis? Too much work or not enough work? Fairly simple answer, I would suspect. However, for some of you that are in that sort of choke point, in that space in your business, the crisis of too much work and haven't planned far enough or ahead enough or you haven't had your, your what-ifs and your plan Bs, you will perceive it as a negative challenge. You will perceive as fatigue getting in the way of your output, outcome, which means you will probably sabotage what it should be a positive crisis. Does that make sense? So you need to be constantly one step ahead of your growth curve, one step ahead of the choke point that's coming. So we're going to talk about that in a little while. So this is about brain stretch, the differences between management and leadership. A leader looks at where are we versus where could we be. A leader looks at where are we versus where could we be. A leader looks at that. And a leader is not interested in just getting this ship right. That's a manager's role. A leader is about what is the gap between where we are in our business in against what is our target market, our market share, and where could we be if we just kept on striking at the right level? We kept on moving the strategy at the right level. 
So a leader is always and constantly looking at where are we versus where could we be? That is not a manager's role. A manager is following a direction, a plan to get us to a point. The leader's responsibility is to extend that point and make it possible by investing in more resources or getting better output by supplying better automation and systemization for the manager to get better efficiencies out of our resources. Where are we versus where could we be? The trap for many small business owners is when we get to a certain point, we feel we've made it and therefore we go on the, uh, you know, the, the pina colada, flowers in your drink sort of setup. The job's not done yet, guys. And business, as you would know, versus a going to school environment where there is terms and, and, and periods in the year where there's a holiday, business is a little bit different. It doesn't sleep. And a business is either growing or it's dying. It never stays still. So when I meet business owners, when we meet business owners that are constantly saying, oh, no, no, I don't want to grow a big business. I'm saying, well, okay, you want to grow a small business. Oh, no, not sort of. But I'm thinking, okay, well, what is it? Because you can't stay still in business. A business never sleeps. So when you're, when you're a leader, when you're wearing that hour hat a day, a week, a fortnight, where you are in leadership mode, you've got to constantly be reviewing where are we versus where could we be. Now, to answer that question, you've got to get better at understanding what is the size of your market. What is the size of, ultimately, your desired target market? Because I can go and sell anything to anyone, yeah? I'm sure you guys can too. But if that's not your target market, if that is not appropriate for the menu board you're setting for your business to grow a reputation in, you're going to constantly be building a situation where you're in trouble. So the difference between where you are and where you could be is a leadership role. Does that make sense? Any questions on that? Does that make sense? Yes. Mm -hmm. So for anyone in this room, do you know where you could be versus where you are and is there a gap in the positive? Yep. Is there a gap that you can go to work and be excited with purpose and conviction to fill? Can you go and grow this baby versus staying still because you want to control the growth of your business? That, that's just crazy stuff, guys. You don't control the growth of your business. You control the growth of your business in the opportunity stake and bring people better than you to manage it. Does that make sense? You just keep on being a great... So, there are two mindsets in the world when it comes to leadership and or management. More importantly, leadership. Business ownership. Growth versus opportunity. There are two different mindsets here, guys. The one is the cost of growth mindset. Geez, I'd love to do that, but I can't afford that. Geez, I need to do that, but I'll wait another three years before I do that. Then there's the mindset that says, hang on, I understand my opportunity and the gap between where I am and where I need to be. I understand the gap between where we are and where we could be. And I understand in order for me to get my dibs on that opportunity, my percentage on that opportunity, I'm going to have to invest to realise the opportunity. See, this is the investment mindset. This is the, it's a cost, it's an expense mindset. Now, I'm not advocating for one moment, just go and spend your money and be crazy. I'm talking about strategic thinking. I'm talking about understanding what is your gap between where you are and where you need to be, because this is leadership, right? And what are you doing about it in terms of choosing the best strategies to execute on a daily, weekly, fortnightly basis to bring this baby home? And you don't need all of it. There's plenty for your competition too, yeah? Do you really need to serve all the target market that's yours? You don't need to. You actually need competition. It's good for you. It makes you look good when there's competition in your industry. Does that make sense? 
Don't be scared of competition, embrace it. So, maintenance mode mindset, maintenance mode business owner, maintenance mode leader, growth mode. We are going for it. We are strategic and we have a plan and we're executing and we will know at every single milestone, we will know whether we are on or we are off the plan. Now, could you change a plan midstream if you're a leader and it's not going to plan? Could you change a plan? Yes. Should you change it entirely? No. It was a bad plan if you change it entirely. It was not a well thought out plan. Does that make sense? So leadership is about going deep, investing. My suggestion is 20% of our time should be invested in leadership, in planning, in understanding strategy and how is it working versus not working for me and what can I do about it. The 20% of the plan is allowed to be variable. Does that make sense? Now when you get to that point where only 20%, 10% fill of a plan being variable, you are definitely becoming a mature business owner, a mature leader for what you're leading your opportunity to. And last but not least, you need to ask yourself a question every day. You need to ask a question every single week in your business. What am I actually looking at? Can everyone see what this is over there? Because it's in red. What am I actually looking at? Am I looking at operations? Am I looking at HR, my people, my employment? Am I looking at my finance? What part of finance am I looking at and what are the ratios that confirm for me that I'm on track versus not on track? My marketing. Guess what most small business owners do? Where do they start when they look at their business every day? Where would they start, in, in fairness? Where would small business owners that have high ambition look at when it comes to their business every day? What would they be really excited to be looking at versus not so excited? Most small business owners start here. <coughs> Marketing. They start there because that's the fun stuff. But the way you need to um, embrace looking at your business is here. What is the strategy? And once you confirm what the strategy is, then you work up. Marketing should be the last thing you look at. But I'd say you don't need marketing. That's not what I'm saying, guys. What I'm saying is you better have a very clear strategy about the target market that you wish to grow a percentage or five of. For which, how are we going to deliver when we attract it and we need to now deliver it? How are we going to have the people growing and being great at what they do and personal best for what they do? How do we ensure the numbers are stacking up so the cost of acquisition and the lifetime value of a customer is understood before we go and get excited about marketing. What the most business owners do, which is the greatest dumping ground for cash in any business in the world, they go here. Because they met someone at the pub and then six pots and four peanut jars later, they say, yeah, that's a great idea. I'll go and do that because that worked for my mate Bob. But Bob's business was a funeral director business and yours is a flower growing business. You know what I mean? You don't get advice from people that don't have the understanding of your business. You don't go and make a decision until you've got strategy right. So, for most small business owners, if you want to be in the cost of opportunity mindset, you need to go from bottom up. Is that cool? Hi, I'm Stefan Kazakis and welcome back. Hope that hope that podcast, the message in that podcast, I mean, there's so many, there's about four or five key messages, no two ways about it. In saying that though, it is it is such an obvious, such an obvious thing that we get to see here at Business Benchmark Group, not only for our uh, you know, our own community and, and specifically the first stage of, of, of engagement within our community, but also the many, many, many that we get out and speak to and share our, I guess, our methodology and ideology as far as what 
what is it in small business that ultimately gets in the way and and ultimately what is it in small business that doesn't get in the way in other words how, how is it that small business owners are removing glass ceilings and ultimately taking their business and their organizations to levels they never ever imagined and and the common theme for us is you know we, um, we, we, we see so many business owners, and specifically in Australia, where, you know, planning and thinking and ultimately what are the things we're not moving forward versus what are the things that we are moving forward is, is, is the miracle, you know. The, the miracle of planning is nowhere near, nowhere near as high as it can be or should be. And ultimately, the most successful businesses, not only here in Australia, but also in many places around the world, always start with strategy, ultimately an outcome of planning. You know, what is the strategy and how how is it that we're going to execute, which is operations, and what, what type of resourcing would we need, and how do the numbers or the scoreboards need to reflect and or look, and how is it that we bring back into the cycle, the cycle of that whole um, process, the aspect of who are we ideally wanting to attract and ultimately qualify and educate and convert and bring into our business so they can be the next level of or the next layer of clients that we are serving. So it is so important to understand strategy is where it starts and strategy is is, is the birth child and the mother of I guess planning and and ultimately that's where it all kicks off and that's where the miracle goes a whole new level you know it is so important to have a cost of opportunity mindset versus the cost of growth mindset cost of growth mindset is a glass ceiling for which many of us need to consistently own up to and be brutally honest with so that it doesn't become the thing that always holds us back I'm Stefan Kazakis business benchmark group where every small business owner can and will achieve big business success. For more information about business benchmark groups coaching, education and training programs, visit businessbenchmarkgroup.com.au or call 03-9001-0878. If you liked this podcast, Please rate it on iTunes, Stitcher or SoundCloud and leave feedback as well. Stefan shares so much value in all his podcasts and we encourage you to go through the archives and listen to other episodes of the Business Benchmark Group podcast. Thank you for listening.